you know what I'm saying? We keep it real with each other. She don't interfere with my job. When she fucks up, she knows I'm going to hold her accountable. You know what I'm saying? So I don't tell her how to rap. She don't tell me how to do my YouTube. And that's what I respect. Because a lot of other celebrities who claim that they fool with me only want to fool with me if they can allow me to spin a narrative to make them look a certain way. We're not doing that. Okay? I come with respects and I, and I speak from my heart. Period. Point blank. So that's why, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, she's a real one. All right, we see them red shoes. Hey. <laughs> if it's up, that is up, that is up, that is stuck. Yeah, let them be mad. Candace is somewhere punching the air right now. You know, like I tell her, all these people, they use your name for clout. So stop giving them your energy. Who cares what Candace has to say? That is her opinion. Everybody's not going to like everything. Everything is not for everybody. Period, point blank. You can't, you can't fight the world. So hopefully she'll take my advice and, you know what I'm saying, leave it be. Oh, God, here go all the fandoms, honey. Fandoms is in here deep. All I see is damn emojis and shit. Let me see here. Let me read some of these super chats. May Nullum says the shooting is here. The ooting is here in Colorado. Um, all for Beauty says, I'm here early, T. Hope I didn't offend you by asking if dude found out you was big on YouTube. You're, you're my best friend in my head. What dude? If what dude found out I was big on YouTube? Who, honey, who? I got a booty that I don't know about. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, sis. Uh, Race Johnson, 499, says she's always been herself since before loving hip hop. Amen. She has. Thank you for the super chat. Tiffany Willis says, hey, T, how you doing today? Looking good as usual. Loyalty sipper. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Thanks for coming through. I'm doing good. I feel good. I'm glad y'all liked it. The podcast I did yesterday. Oh my gosh. That was literally five hours worth of research on top of editing. It took a lot to put that. People don't be knowing, don't be understanding these videos, these podcasts. They take time, honey. You know, because I want to research stuff before I put it out there. And I knew that I wanted to handle it, you know, a certain way, you know, because I have a, a lot of followers from different backgrounds, Asians, Black, African-American, Africans, you know what I'm saying, Latinos, all that, you know what I mean? But I have to tell the truth. And I just didn't like how it was being spun by the mainstream media, this whole Black versus Asians, you know, basically kind of shifting the narrative away from the shooter. And that's why I said that we all have to be very cognitive of these, you know, these stereotypes that people like to hold on to, you know, because a lot of people feed into these fetishizations and they, and they like it, you know, when they're at the top of the, you know, when they're the cream of the crop, but they don't understand that those, you know, when people fetishize them, it can also have a bad ending. And I think that dude has a lot of issues and the fetishization of Asian women definitely needs to stop. And that's where the bigger conversation needs to come in on top of the human trafficking and things like that. You know, so it was definitely, definitely um, a well put together podcast. And I'm so glad that you guys enjoyed it and were able to take something away from there. But yeah, them massage parlors aren't innocent. Okay. There's a lot of sucky sucky for $5 going on. Well, not five, but, you know, at least 300 from what the reviewers were saying. A lot of shit going on in the mix. But folks don't want to talk about that because why it's an uncomfortable conversation. Because then you have to talk about the reason why women are willing to sell themselves. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, jerk off and give people happy endings. Then you got to talk about poverty and indentured servitude. And folks ain't ready for that conversation, honey. 
They're not. So thank you. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know if that's offensive. Sucky, sucky, five dollar. That's you know. I mean, we've been saying that since we were children. I don't know shit. Let's see here. Chilla girl says, "Hey T, love you. Finally caught alive. Hey Discord family, love y'all. Off topic. T brought me and my daughter. T, I bought me and my daughter roller skates. I'm excited. That's what's up. I haven't roller skated in so long. That's what's up though. Have fun with her. Um, Milton sent five. Thank you, Milton. Um, Chelsea." Says the media always try. Oh, she delete. Who deleted it? Deleted by Lanise. Lanise, why did you just delete her her super chat? Let me let me address something real quick because I'm tired of some of you mods. I don't know who all these mods are, and I'm I'm about to go through and clean up house. Why would you delete her super chat message to me? I'm confused. Now there was another mod in here. I had to take her wrench. She was in the chat talking about she's throwing me a surprise party and she needed all the other mods to follow her on Instagram, some weirdo shit. And people started complaining to me and send me messages and screenshots. So she's no longer a mod. Okay. I've never talked to this woman, but maybe once or twice, once on the discord, she's not on there. And I think once on Patreon, that's it. I never talked to her, told her to throw me a surprise party. I never told her to tell y'all to follow her. Y'all be careful. Just because some of these people got blue wrenches don't mean that they're, you know, they're not a part of my clique. Sometimes I'll just give people a blue wrench because we may not have enough mods, you know what I'm saying, to monitor the chat room. So, you know, sometimes people just get wrenched and they be having nefarious intentions. I've had mods blocking people so that way they can't comment on my channel. And all types of weirdo shit. So feel free to complain on any mod. If there's some mods doing some janky shit, give me their names because I'll take their wrench away. So, Lanise, you delete another super chat, your wrench is gone because it wasn't that serious. Child, yes, you about to lose your job. Uh, you about to lose your job. Keep playing. <laughs> some of these mods be doing too much. For real, for real. Blocking people. Trying to gather people outside of the damn chats and stuff like simmer down with that bullshit and then trying to do it on, on behalf of my name. Don't put my name in that shit. I never said all the mods run to this woman's DM. I never announced that. I don't even know her personally. So but she's out of here. I don't got time for people. People are constantly complaining about her. She got to go. Let me see here. Um, Patricia says, I love the hair. Can't wait for the tea. Much love. Thank you so much. sis. Thanks for the super chat. Kyle, thank you for the super chat. Monica, thank you for the super chat as well. Appreciate you. Devin says, Candace got a secret crush on Cardi. Can't nobody tell me otherwise. Devin, you a mess. <laughs> she it do seem like she got a little hard on for Cardi. Honey, she keeps that girl's name in her mouth. Like, we get it. You don't like her. You don't like her music. You think, you know, she's doing too much. You think she's the horror Babylon. We get that. And you are entitled to your opinion, Candace. But let's keep it real. She keeps Cardi's name in her mouth because she knows it brings her attention. It gives her traffic and things like that. That's why I told Cardi, quit responding to her ass. Don't give her no attention. See, when you ignore people, then they're just arguing with themselves. You know what I'm saying? They're basically arguing with themselves and they look stupid because... Don't feed into none of that shit. When people talk shit, let them talk shit because folks are free to do that. It's it's how you conduct yourself when they're talking shit. If you're quick to anger, if you're quick to respond, child, water off a duck's back, bitch. Get your bag. That's it. That's all. Um, Leela's World says, T, can I be a mod while she's playing? I'll do my job right. That's what I wish for my undergrad pres uh, presence. 
Class of 2021. All right, girl. Miss undergrad, that's what's up. All right, Jeremiah. Nobody else ask. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see here. M. Moose says, hey, T. Thank you, M. Thanks for coming through. Charlotte Smith says, I really enjoyed that podcast. You always know how to connect us while teaching us and giving us the truth. Keep doing UT. Thank you so much, sis. And thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Jelly Brand says, I bought your dope beauty bundle supporting you through it all. Love from Louisiana. Thank you so much. And the sales have been going really well. So I'm really glad you enjoyed it. I mean, you enjoy it. A lot of people really like the product. So thank you so much for the support on that. So we got about 6,000 people in here. All right. Welcome, y'all. So let's go ahead and get to this tea, okay? We talked about Cardi B, you know, uh, getting number one. What up, honey? Congrats. So let's go. Let's talk about this Kylie Jenner tea, okay? Now, this entire situation was a hot mess. This is the same woman who, you know, was coined a billionaire by Forbes, Um she has so many luxury cars, honey. Uh, Bentleys, Bugattis, Lamborghinis, you know, all these foreign cars. Okay. She she collects foreign cars. She collects Birkin bags. Um, her daughter's entire outfit. She posted a picture the other day of Stormy with her little cute self. Her entire outfit probably costs more than my damn house. Okay. So Kylie Jenner is not hurting for anything. But this weekend, she took to social media to basically beg the public, just, you know, her regular followers to donate to a GoFundMe for a makeup artist. Now, this makeup artist, his name is Samuel Ruda, and he's a celebrity makeup artist. He does makeup for um, so many people, Kylie Jenner, um, Bella Thorne, Bella Hadid, a bunch of folks. He, he done beat they face. So anyways, he recently got into a car accident and he was thrown out the car and landed on the pavement. Um, suffered a lot of head trauma. So he needed brain surgery. And so the family, it wasn't Kylie. People thought Kylie started it. She didn't start the GoFundMe. His family started the GoFundMe. But while digging through the GoFundMe, I see that Kylie donated $5,000 as did Bella Thorne. Now, Kylie, you're a billionaire. How are you donating the same amount as Bella Thorne, who's just a millionaire? I find that very strange. But basically, she then posted on her Insta story and asked the public to also donate. Child, when I tell you, they drug her ass. They went in on Kylie. Let me go ahead and share my screen really quick. Folks, we're not here for the foolishness. That is Kylie Jenner. Give me just a second here. Okay, so this is the post that she made here. And she says, may God watch over and protect you at Makeup by Samuel. Everyone take a moment, say a prayer for Sam, who got into an accident this past weekend, and swipe up to visit his family's GoFundMe. So when people seen that, they were like, what the, what the hell? So this dude was like, imagine being a billionaire who makes $450,000 a day and not willing to pay 60 grand to save your friend's life. Kylie Jenner can go F herself. Child, he didn't mince no words, honey. He said what he said. Then this person says, Kylie wouldn't pay 60 grand for her makeup artist's life-saving surgery, knowing the miracles he performs on her every day. <laughs> she owes him and the plastic surgeon her life. Damn. <laughs> the shade was real, honey, on, Insta uh, on Twitter. 
Uh, Kylie really asks us for money like we made the Forbes list. Somebody else says 60K for a friend's life or 60K for a designer bag. This person says Kylie bought her toddler a $15,000 handbag, but is asking fans for money. Somebody else says folks are defending Kylie Jenner by pointing out that she donated, no, she donated $5,000 to the makeup artist's medical GoFundMe. Her net worth is $900 million, so that is 0.0006% of her net worth. If your net worth were like 100 k it'd be like donating 56 cents. Damn, she broke that shit down. So then somebody else says, wait, so Kylie Jenner's makeup artist got into a car accident, needed 60K for an emergency brain surgery. She asked her fans to donate, then only donated $5,000 when she's literally a billionaire. The wrong people have money. Open your purse. Open your purse. (laughs) Open your purse. Open your purse. Like, they were dragging her this weekend. You know, I kind of feel like this. You know, a lot of people be friends. This is when you really know who your real friends are, okay? Kylie Jenner has money beyond imagination. She has so many successful skincare lines and makeup lines. And, you know, she even tried to sell clothes at one point. So she has it. She couldn't easily just cover the whole surgery because they were asking for 60 grand. They ended up making 100 grand, but she could have just covered it. And see, that is a difference between people who are really trying to be there for other people. They don't need fanfare. Okay. Think about how Tyler Perry went out his way to help Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Nobody knew about that. He paid for their security detail. Probably cost, you know, 100 grand. Who knows? But he paid for it quietly. Because that's what you do when you really care about somebody, especially somebody who done beat your face over the past few years and hooked you up. So for her to then turn around and ask, you know, the public to help fund his GoFundMe is just silly. And she needed to be drugged for that because she could afford to have paid for that. The whole she could afford it to pay for the whole thing, you know. So that's why a lot of people are like really upset. Well, then here comes Asian doll because, you know, Asian doll always has to be in the middle of some shit that don't have nothing to do with her. I'm just saying. So here comes Asian doll with the cape, honey. You know, she love a good cape. (laughs) So this is what Asian doll says. People are mad at Kylie for raising 60K for her makeup artist instead of giving him 60K because she's rich. Either way, he got 60K, right? Even if she ain't personally give it to him, he still got it from her supporters. Meanwhile, your friends won't even take you to your job orientation. Oh, <laughs> then she says, I don't care. She's a trillionaire. Her money is her money. Then somebody else says, but if she really cared for her friend, she would have paid for it. Right. Asian doll says he's her makeup artist. Business is business. She was more than generous to make him a GoFundMe and raise 60K. Do your boss pay your medical bills? Then Asian Doll says, I don't give a F what nobody say. People with money is not obligated to do for you because they got it. You can't get mad at what somebody do with their money. Asian Doll, beloved, shut the fuck up. Because first of all, Kylie didn't even start to go funny. So right there, you're lying. Second of all, you're missing the whole point. 
okay? The average boss is not a billionaire. So let's keep things in context, okay? The av- your boss at Starbucks is not a billionaire. He's just your boss. He's lucky if he makes 60 grand a year. So it makes sense if your boss at Starbucks cannot afford to pay for your medical bills, okay? Two totally different situations. Yes, Kylie's not obligated to do anything, and she's free to do what she wants with her money. But the problem is Kylie went to the public to ask the public to help donate. And people were not feeling that because she's the same person who sits on social media all day because I follow her. And she posts pictures of herself in, you know, gowns that cost way more than $60,000. Purses that cost way more than $60,000. Her child's entire outfit be costing damn near, if not more than $60,000. Okay? So that's why people feel away. It's not about people telling her what she should do with her money. Folks are like, you do what you want to do with your money. Don't come to us and ask us what we need to do with our money for your makeup artist. That is the point. That's why people feel away. But, you know, Asian doll, she just loves to get involved in stuff that don't got nothing to do with her. You know, burn the cape, sis. Because trust and believe, when your ass was getting drugged two months ago by city girls, I didn't see Kylie Jenner saying, hey, stop. Leave Asian doll alone. She didn't even do nothing. I didn't see Kylie say shit to defend your ass. Okay? She sat back and sipped tea like everybody else. But it's funny, as soon as something comes against Kylie, here they come with the damn capes. And I like Kylie, you know, for the most part, she seems unproblematic, but I just think that she's very ditzy when it comes to common sense stuff. She doesn't understand how to read the room. You're a billionaire. Do not post on your stories to tell your fans who are not, who are luck, who are literally waiting for $1,400 stimulus checks right now, that they should take some of their stimulus money and go help support your makeup artist so he can wake up out of surgery and continue beating your face. Girl, bye. Somebody called her ashy doll. You know, <laughs> I can't stand y'all. <laughs> Somebody called her ashy doll. Y'all are a mess. I'm not fooling with y'all at all. <laughs> let me see here. Um, let me read some of these super chats here. Uh, oh, okay. Lenise. Says it was an accident. I would never be disrespectful. My son had my phone. I'm so sorry. Thank you so much, Lanisa. I appreciate that. Um, thank you for clearing that up because we've been having a lot of issues with mods. So I thought you were one of the mods that were causing issues. So thank you for the apology, sis. I really appreciate that. Thank you for the super chat as well. Um, so shout out to Lanice. She took ownership. Her the baby had the phone. Cause I'm t- I was in the middle of reading and it just disappeared. Like, and it's just been little funny stuff like that that's been going on. But I think, you know, with me cleaning up house, I've gotten rid of quite a few mods um, that people have sent me names of. So I'm glad we cleared that up, sis. Um, Melanie sent five. She says, send them love from Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, I read that earlier. Sorry. Um, Kia uh, Randolph sent $49.99. Says, finally off work and I can catch a live. Love you. Love you too, sis. And thank you for coming through. Appreciate you. Um, Yolanda Drinker sent 20. Thank you, Yolanda. Let's see here. Hi, guys. Sent 20 says, hey, T, you came just in time. Needed something to listen to while I clean my house and cook. I like the video beach. Love you. Love you, sis. Love you, too. And thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Hide4L says, hey, T, I'm glad to see another live. I've been on YouTube since the early 2000s. 
and I wish I would have known about your channel way back then, but I'm here now. Happy Monday. Thank you so much and welcome. I've been here for a while. You know what I'm saying? They be trying to suppress my channel and suppress my truth. But meanwhile, people like David Dorbrick, we're going to get on him in a minute. Um, Shane Dawson, uh, who else? You know, the, the Paul brothers, you know, they're, they're constantly pushed through the algorithm and propped up. You know, meanwhile, my videos, my live streams get demonetized. Um, it's just, it's ridiculous. But we're going we're gonna to go there. Um, CLI sent 999 says, Kylie asking us for money. Like we're not waiting on the next round of stimulus checks. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Kayla Gathers says, love you and your content. Thank you so much, Kayla. Malcolm Black says, emailed you about getting back into the Discord. And I responded back to you, Malcolm. So check your email, sir. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. You know, y'all kill me with this. Y'all get removed out the Discord for not paying $5, right? And then y'all will send a super chat for anywhere between five to, I've had somebody send me a $100 super chat trying to get back in the Discord. It's $5. Just make sure your card is legit and you will not have any issues. Literally, there's over 1,900 people in there, no issues month after month. So I don't know. I don't get it. But they're giving you the hammer. The Discorders are giving you the hammer in the chat, Malcolm. <laughs> you know what that hammer means? <laughs> Check your email because I did reply back to you. So I don't know. But I don't be in my emails 24-7. I got 50 million things to do. All these people emailing and trying to get back in. Y'all going to have to wait because there's people who have not been in the Discord who want to be in there, you know, and, then, and they're not going to lose their seats. So I'm working with the new people as of now. Okay. And we only let people in at the beginning of the month. But check your email because I know for a fact I did respond back to you because you sent a picture and everything. I was like, okay, he's cute. <laughs> You know, but cute or not, do the right thing so you don't get removed out the Discord again. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're a mess. <laughs> Look, Carissa, purr. <laughs> In my Rolling Ray voice, folks will literally send me a $50 super chat like, I need back in the Discord. You have the money. Why did your card not go through? Like, it's $5. It just... Like you paying 50 bucks, that just covered you for like the next six months of Discord. I don't know. Y'all are funny. Oh, uh, let's see here. Yes, that was Malcolm from the Discord, honey. He's trying to come back. Come on back. Check your email. Um, Ronald Harvey sent five. Says, hey, T, loved your last podcast. Keep speaking the truth. Not just the truth, but the truth. <laughs> much love from Omaha. Thank you so much, Ronald. Um, Hannah says the original goal was 10K. The GoFundMe was at 6K. She paid five to reach the goal, but the family changed the goal. I think that's the misunderstanding. Mm. Now that's interesting. So that lets you know the family said, well, shit, since we're here, we might as well up the pay. You know, and that's the, the thing with GoFundMe. Like I get it. You know, certain people need it because they didn't have health insurance and life insurance and stuff. But I mean, honestly, what were people doing back in the day when things happened? You know, you went to friends, you went to family, you went to the church. Now everybody just comes to the internet and for self-induced things, not saying his accident was self-induced, but we know of other people who put themselves in stupid situations and then all of a sudden there's a GoFundMe. For what? You know, so that that's the part where it just leaves a bad taste in people's mouths because it's always something with these GoFundMes. Um, Bambi XO says, hey, T, you're my internet. Auntie, love you. Been rocking with you. 
the long way since you knew about the C virus way before everyone else. Keep it up. Thank you so much, sis. Thanks for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Lord Diaz says, hey, T, did you hear about the BLM leader that's been charged with money laundering? I sent the post to your inbox. Also, can I join the Discord? I got my $5 ready. Love from Ratchet Ass Florida. Thank you so much for the super chat. I didn't hear about that, but I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. You know, people are using these dead black folks' pain to come up. You know, and that's what Tamir Rice's mother was upset about when I spoke about that in the last live stream. So I'm not shocked. I'm going to definitely look more into it. So thank you so much. Um, Jessica J says, I'm ready for the Discord in April. Love you, T. Love you, too. And thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, Desiree Nicole says, a lot of jobs do pay medical bills. I work at Jeep, and they do. She could have paid for it. Amen. Thank you for that, Desiree. Um, Veronica says, new loyal fans sending positive vibes. Love the way. Hold on. I love your way. Thank you for staying true to yourself. You're essential to us. Thank you so much. Now, speaking on, um, hold on. Let me see. Marquis sent five. She says, Kylie asking us, like, we ain't got our damn taxes. Love you, sis. Discord gang, the blue cripplers. <laughs> Thank you so much, sis. Now, let me show y'all something on my Instagram. I posted this earlier today before I get on the David Dorbrick thing. This is how much they're trying to co-opt the whole Black Lives Matter situation. A young man DM'd me and he sent me a screenshot. Basically, Facebook was posting about, you know, anti-Asian hate and the whole um, Stop the Asian Hate campaign. And this young man wrote All Lives Matter. Honey, Facebook came for him, drug his ass in front of everybody. This is a message that he sent me. He says, Facebook came for me because I responded All Lives Matter to their Stop Asian Hate campaign. So all he wrote was All Lives Matter. Facebook came back. They were like, the Asian Pacific Islander API community is experiencing a rise in racism and violence, including attacks on elderly members of the community. We stand with the API community and do not condone hate speech on our platform. Woo! It's the hypocrisy for me. Now, it's funny that when black folks were saying Black Lives Matter, folks would be like, hey, Mexican lives matter. Middle Eastern lives matter. Chinese lives matter. Yes, we get that. We understand that. But right now we're talking about black lives. Then everybody started saying all lives matter. Remember that? That was the big thing. Anytime you said black lives matter, here comes the all lives matter brigade, right? So I, I find it very funny now that this black man, he simply wrote it. He doesn't have a big following, just a random black man on Facebook. He wrote All Lives Matter. Honey, Facebook was like, oh, no, nah, not today. Where's this energy when people were All Lives Matter and black people? Now, I understand Mark Zuckerberg, your wife is Asian. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that's why you got super upset. But the hypocrisy is just, astound uh, is just astounding. It really is. Because when it was black folks, oh, they were here for the all lives matter back and forth. But now that it's the Asian community going through it, and somebody even told me that a lot of these protests that, that, that went on this past weekend, a lot of them had signs that says um, Asian lives matter, ALM, just like uh, BLM. So now, yeah, you can't 
Child, you cannot say all lives matter on Facebook when it comes to the Asian community. The hypocrisy. It's astounding. It is astounding. Because like I said, when, when, it was, when it was being said to black people, oh, black folks need to calm down. Y'all need to be inclusive. Oh, you know what I'm saying? My girlfriend is, you know, Latina. So her life, you trying to say her life don't matter. My kids are mixed. You trying to say their lives don't matter. Just calm down. We're just talking about dead black lives. It's just, we're not saying their lives don't matter. This is just the topic. So, honey, I'll be posting the tea on my Instagram page, boy. So shout out to that brother. Hold your head up. Facebook is full of shit and so is Instagram. Um, Ashley Renee says the super chat is tripping. It will not let me send what I want. I love you, T. Love you too, sis. And thank you for the $24.99. Appreciate you. Tiffany sent $24.99. She says, I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Thanks for coming through. Um, let's see here. Angel Star says, why can't I ever send super chats? YouTube is trying to send to me. Boycott the Aretha Franklin movie. Well, I got that super chat, sis. Thank you for that. Um, I don't know. Sometimes they won't let people send super chats. I don't know if they try and cap my super chats. Like, oh, y'all are sending her too much. I don't know why they care because they demonetize my shit any damn ways. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. But thank you for that. I've been hearing people complaining about the movie. Um, I got to research more. So I don't know. Let me see here. Um... So now let's go ahead. I want to kind of save the Dave, the David thing for last. I've been down here for 33 minutes. This might be a longer stream. I ain't got nothing else to do, so I'm here for it. So let's talk about the Daniel Bogoli situation, the bad baby. I'm not playing her video because all her shit is copywritten. You can't play none of her stuff. They will probably take down the stream. You know, she's one of YouTube's golden children, honey. So let me share my screen. This is Danielle in this weird ass. I don't know what the hell's going on with her hair. I guess she's team natural now. Who knows? But basically, she's talking about all this abuse that she faced at this camp in Utah that Dr. Phil sent her to. And um, she went through a lot. It's an eight minute video. I'm just going to read a bit of this article, not the whole thing. It says in the video, Bogoli gives testimony about how she went to the ranch by transporters who came in the middle of the night. They don't tell you where you're going. They just take them. They handcuff them. They put them in a car. It's basically like kidnapping. Bogoli said that at the ranch, they take away necessity privileges like sleeping on a bed, eating good food, not being cold. Bogoli said she witnessed kids being forcibly restrained, which is against the law. You're not supposed to touch the kids. And if you report, if you reported another kid getting bullied by their peers or something, they would say, well, maybe that's what they need or something like that. Punishments included being subjected to cold, menial labor. You're not even feeding them or letting them sleep in, in decent conditions. Um, just doing things that no one would ever want to do, that no one would ever want done to their child. Doing it to kids that are so helpless, says Bagoli. That's the thing about these places. You have no evidence. You don't have a phone there. There's no cameras. There's no evidence. So... That is what Daniel Bogoli said. And like I said, it was an eight-minute video. They had the sad music playing. They had the tiny violins. Now, I'm not going to diminish her pain by saying that this um, doesn't happen, right? I'm a child of the 90s, okay? Growing up, talk shows were a big thing. Like, talk shows raised us. I talked about this in the past. 
Maybe I'll do a video breakdown about 90s talk shows or some shit. But talk shows raised us, okay? So especially when we'd be home from like spring break, winter break, we'd watch talk shows on Channel 9 in Minnesota. So you had the Montel Williams show, uh, Maury, Ricky Lake, Sally Jesse Raphael. Who remembers these shows? Oh, no, uh-uh, don't do me. Put, put a teacup if you remember these damn shows. I ain't that damn old, okay? Uh, it was all these shows. Okay, and back then they would have these specials, these boot camp specials, all these bad kids. Y'all remember Jenny Jones? Y'all remember them shows? They'd have all these specials. My teen is out of control. She needs to go to boot camp. My teen cussed me out. He needs to go to boot camp. My teen won't stop fucking everybody on the block. She needs to go to boot camp. Okay, this is how we're raised. All of these talk shows exploited these kids in the 90s. Remember, we would all get threatened. Keep on acting up. You going to be on Jenny Jones going to boot camp. Our parents used to threaten us with that and shit. Bring home some bad grades. You going to be on the Montel Williams show talking about yes, sir, no, sir. <laughs> okay, this was our childhood, right? So we all used to watch these shows. Them kids come out. I don't give a fuck. I be cussing out my mama. I put hands on my mom. I whoop my mom's ass. Ain't nothing you gonna do about it, Ricky. Child. And then remember that one dude. He he was a black dude. He was uh on the Maury show. I forget his name. He always had on the head. He was a black military dude. He comes, Harvey. His name was Harvey. He comes stomping out there. What you say to your mama? Oh, I can't wait for you to come to my camp. Remember, Harvey would get up in their face. Yes. Danielle, girl, please. You didn't get it half as bad as the kids in the 90s. So they would come and take them to these camps in the middle of the night. We watched it. They grab them out their sleep. Get up. You coming with us. Kidnap them. This was a this was on national television, y'all. I know the young kids are like, what? This was on TV? Yes. Kidnap them and take them to these camps. And the thing is with these talk shows, they would film it. So you see, they be doing jumping jacks and shit. One, two, three, running, picking up shit, doing all types of stuff. And they were all being exported for our entertainment. I'd be like, damn, I better not act up. I don't ever want to go on that show. You know, so we, we saw all of this stuff. So later on, I would say by like the 2000s, then you start hearing about, you know, how a lot of these kids, y'all are crying right now. <laughs> I'm bringing back memories. Right? This is we saw all that. At least Danielle's thing wasn't on Dr. Phil. They kidnapped her and just kept it on the low. This used to be part of the show. They they'd have like a three episode series. You know, the first day would be the kids acting up. Second day, you know, the counselors and, and you know Harvey getting up in their face. The third day, then they show, you know, show the kids at boot camp. It'd be like a whole special to scare kids straight, okay? There's a lot of game banging going on in the 90s, so. People felt no ways about these damn badass kids. But then it came out and it said that, you know, a lot of these camps were abusing kids. Um, so, some kids died. Not any of the kids that were on these talk shows, but like ABC would do like undercover specials and stuff. And some of the kids died from exhaustion and abuse and things like that. So um, this is nothing new. These camps have been around for years. Would I recommend sending a child to this to these type of camps? I don't think so unless you've really done your research, okay? Some of these kids are out of control. Let's not act like they're not. You have some of these kids who are just going down the wrong path. Unfortunately, their parents can't control them. Let's not act like when Danielle was on the show, she was all, you know, sunflowers and, 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 and roses, okay? She was horrible to her mother, and she found out that fat meat was greasy. She was sent there because of her bad behavior, 
But does that mean that these kids should be abused and malnourished and things like that? No. But these camps do exist, you know what I'm saying, to get kids in line. And usually once they go through that process, a lot of them end up changing. Because remember, they, they used to do follow-ups. Don't forget the follow-ups. Let's follow up on that teen that was fucking everybody in the hood and cussing out her mama. They go follow up six months later. She's doing dishes, okay, and took the damn, got her hair slicked back in a ponytail. She's dressing like a teenager, big old cornbread smile. Hey, Maury, me and my mom are getting along better now. I stopped fucking everybody in my neighborhood. I'm now celibate. <laughs> And my line, they used to do follow-ups. <laughs> and a lot of the kids, you know, they ended up turning their lives around. So these camps do help people. I'm not lying. They did. They used to follow up with these kids six months later, a year later. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times these camps, they did help these kids. So I think the camps are necessary. But of course, the abuse, you know, is not necessary. You know, anytime you're abusing somebody, you're using your authority or your power um, all you're doing is turning that victim into a victimizer once they get out. That's why people say a lot of times that when people go to jail or prison, jail and prison is not a rehabilitation center. It's just a place to make you a better criminal. Because even if you come in with the best intentions, like I just want to do my time, don't nobody bother me, people are going to test you because that's that environment. And eventually you may have been a decent person, you know, because there's some decent people who end up going to jail, you know, for doing not decent things. Right. But you end up being even worse when you come out because of all the abuse and all the things that you go through in those type of environments. So that's where these camps need to watch out. So I don't think she's lying at all. You know, I think, you know, that's her story. And she went through it, but she also needs to pipe it down a notch. All that threatening Dr. Phil, you got, you got three days to issue me an apology. Three days, girl, shut the fuck up. You need to be thanking Dr. Phil. Okay. Cause if it wasn't for Dr. Phil or the Dr. Phil show, we wouldn't know who the hell your ass is. Okay. You wouldn't have no hot ass career. You'd have no Gucci flip flops, her song that, you know, hit the billboards. You wouldn't even be where you're at. You wouldn't be able to take your mom out the trailer park. Okay and take care of her and put her in a position to win if it was not for Dr. Phil. So unlike all the other kids, you know, the black kids who ended up on these talk shows in the 90s and on Dr. Phil, they didn't have the luxury of being cute little white girls who were able to go viral because of social media, okay? So be grateful. It may have been a bad experience, but guess what? You survived and now you're a millionaire. So I really don't want to hear too much else she got to say because she talks as if, she didn't come up off of this platform as if you weren't famous because of Dr. Phil. Let's find the black kids who went on Dr. Phil and let's see how that privilege worked for them. Oh, they're not famous. Okay. Case closed. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm just saying, I got to keep that. I get tired of her and her complaints about Dr. Phil. She would be nobody right now. I mean, maybe somebody in life, you know, in real life. But I'm talking about as far as a celebrity, if it wasn't for Dr. Phil. So let's keep that real. People ain't ready for that conversation. Um, but yeah, some of them camps. Yeah, remember that girl Treasure? Went on there talking about she was a white woman and she hated black people. Where's Treasure today? Nowhere. So, you know, let, let's keep that real. She definitely blew up because of her privilege. So she had to deal with, you know, shoveling horse shit and being cold for a few months. It looks like it was all worth it to me because look where you're at now. 
What about all the other kids who were at the camp? Case closed. Let's see here. Um, Marvin D says, T looking gorgeous as always. Love you, sis. Thank you so much, Marvin. Love you too. And thanks for the super chat. Um, Starchild says, on the next Maury, <laughs> I'm a 16-year-old and I slept with five different men. I don't give a F. Yup. That's how them titles were when we were in the 90s. They didn't care. They'd be like, 14-year-old slut sleeps with four boys at one time. Next, Maury. <laughs> but you know, not everything is like politically correct. So they can't write that anymore. Oh, but back in the 90s, boy, them titles were crazy. Is your 16-year-old daughter having threesomes in your bedroom while you're at work? <laughs> Wait, what? All those shows are crazy. Um, Casey said they sent Paris Hilton there. <laughs> late night kidnapped and all damn i never watched that paris hilton documentary i know y'all told me to i forgot hoodie but i heard she went there too and that's what those cats were for and you know to scare them straight you know like i said i think the camps are needed but they definitely need to be reviewed they should be cameras there to make sure that the staff is not abusing the children it's not okay to abuse anybody but we're not gonna add like all these kids are there you know what i'm saying because they miss sunday school a lot of these kids are there for very serious things and the parents are trying to prevent them from, you know, going to prison or the courts trying to prevent them from going to prison. So a lot of times it's these kids' last chance. But yes, there should be cameras in the facilities. You know, there should be no abuse going on. And the camp counselors, they need to be trained properly and also vetted. Make sure that they're not molesters and killers and crazy people. They, they, they you know, their damn selves. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, Let's see here. Bobcat sent $25, says, hey, T, shout out from Cali. I'm your number one Asian fan. Love your show. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for the super chat, love. I appreciate you. See, I got fans of all races and all ethnicities, and I love it. I really do. It just, it makes me happy. So thank you. Um, Dior Moet. That's a fancy name, Dior Moet. I like that. Says, that stimmy hit hard. I want to pass it forward to my favorite YouTuber before the bills hit. Love you. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Jareel says, I'm 20, but I am but I still watch stuff like that growing up. Something similar to my generation was Beyond Scared Straight. Yeah, that was my show. Who remembers when I used to be, when I used to uh, talk about Beyond Scared Straight? We used to watch it together on Twitter. This is when Twitter was fun. I don't go on there now because I've been in jail too many times. But I used to like, it used to come on like on Thursday evenings on a &E, and we'd have like, I mean, we'd be cracking up. The Beyond Scared Straight hashtag used to be lit. This was like back in like 2013, 2014. Honey, I used to have fun. Them kids coming out tough. Yeah, I do this, I do that. Then them prisoners get up in their face and say, yes, sir. No, sir. <laughs> That was my show. I used to make my kids sit and watch that. Sit down. Beyond Scared Straight is on. Y'all going to watch this because I don't ever want to be in a position where I got to put y'all on that show. <laughs> they used to be so scared. Like, I don't want to go on Beyond Scared Straight. <laughs> that was my show. Uh, let's see here. Ayanna Senfai says, there's an active Uter in Colorado. Yes, we addressed that at the beginning of the show, sis. Thank you for the super chat. Capriya Woods says Treasure is on TikTok, the same BS from her stint on Dr. Phil. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Alexis Cyrus says, Maury's titles in the 90s and 2000s be like, Women Despies tries to find her child's father after testing 16 men. 
Thank you. Them titles used to be no joke when we were growing up. No shame. 34-year-old woman pregnant by a 15-year-old boy. Is he the father? I'm like, ain't that some type of molestation? Oh, okay, so we just going to exploit this and hope that he's not the father. But she still smashed him, though, so we're not going to address that? No, we're not. Okay, all right, Maury. <laughs> Them shows were a trip. Oh, child. Oh, my youngest, he must need a ride. Hold on, y'all. Let me let him know. Hold up. He's at practice. You know, when they rides fall through, that's when they start calling. I'm live right now. Okay, sorry about that. I knew he was calling for a ride. You know how folks do. They always gonna need their mama for something, no matter how old they get. He blowing up my phone. I said, yeah, that's the second time calling. He needs a ride. <laughs> He's at practice. But um, yeah, the 90s were a trip. So like I said, you know, Danielle, I believe her. I don't think she's lying at all, you know, because these stories are not new. They've been coming out for years about these camps. But again, she also needs to count her blessings because she was able to turn a crazy situation and she was able to eat off of it. And most people don't get that blessing. So I, I can't cry tattoo tears. You know what I'm saying? I feel bad for the kids in the 90s, man. Who was exploited and didn't get no check, no nothing. I remember this lady. I don't know if she's watching, but, you know, we're cool. I remember she hit me up. She found out I was a YouTuber. <laughs> like, I know in real life. And she was like, yeah, I heard you do YouTube. And I was like, yeah. She was like, do you know, like, do you think you can get a hold of Maury for me? I said, Maury. I said, for what? And so she told me that basically she went on the Maury show. <laughs> I <laughs> And Maury had promised to like pay them. He flew them out to New York. He was supposed to like give them some money and they didn't get paid. I said, well, they don't pay you to be on those shows. They just pay for your fare and stuff like that. She was like, no, they told us they were going to pay for us. And she was like, and now I'm seeing the video because this was before Maury started a YouTube channel. So then he eventually started it. So when she saw her video on YouTube, she was upset because she was like, hold up. He's getting paid off of YouTube videos off of us, too. And so she wanted me to contact more. I said, ma'am, I'm not getting involved in that shit. You, you took your ass to Maury. It had to do something with like a bad teen daughter, you know, it was kind of off the chain and stuff like that. So like she was trying to get her money. But I was like, I told her nine times a ten she's not going to have a case because when you go on those shows, they own you. They own your likeness, everything. You basically give that away to those shows and they can keep using that footage indefinitely. So I did go and Google it. Though. I sure did. Went to go look up the episode. I was like, had <laughs> my little popcorn like, damn, they thought it was bad as fuck. <laughs> I sure did watch the episode. Sure did. I was like, mm. But yeah, that's how they do. They just give you a free trip. You're not going to get no money after that. So she was really mad. She was upset. Because, you know, she was like, and it was like from years ago. So it wasn't like any time recent. So they were like bringing like old Maury shows and re-uploading them. So I think what happened is like her coworkers or something, like, you know, people who knew her in real life were on YouTube like, hey, you was on the Maury show? So I think it just started getting kind of embarrassing for her. So that's why she wanted me to like reach out to Maury and talk to them. I, I ain't got nothing to do with that. I have no clout. I'm not that big where they would ever listen to me. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good episode though. Very good episode. Um, Teresa Campos says, remember Marisol from the Bronx on Maury? 
She was DNA testing men in segments. That was sick. Some of that stuff had to be a lie. You know, uh, and that's the thing I kind of hated about some of these shows is that they made minority people look a lot worse. I mean, just think about it. Seriously, how many peens can you can you bounce on in a 24 hour period? And let's say a 48, it takes there's a 48 hour, a 48 hour window that a woman can get pregnant normally. Right. 48 hours. How many people can you sleep with in two days where you just have no idea? How do you test 30 men? Like, what, what were you doing? Was this a gangbang? Like, I never understood those stories. <laughs> Maury, I've tested 24 men. None of them were the father. Let's test for 25. Like, what the hell? I don't know. Just too much. Too much. Listen here. Jasmine says, I've sent this three times to get to you. This is my first live. Love you, T. Hopefully you open the Discord one day. Thank you so much, Jasmine. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Jen Jones says, did you see about Jim Jones, the founder of Jones? Of Jonestown, the pastor who made 900 people commit. Did you know about? Are you? Why would I not know about Jim Jones, ma'am? Yes, I know about Jim Jones. Thank you for the super chat. I thought you was. I thought you was spilling some new tea. You like? Did, did you know about? Yeah, I know about Jim Jones and the Kool Aid and all them people that he killed in Guyana. Hell yes. I read up on a lot of stuff. I may not talk about it, but yeah, I definitely know about that situation. Um, let's see here, hot mama. Sent 298 says, just a small token of my appreciation for all you do. Thanks for everything. Thank you so much, sis. Thanks for coming through. Um, Chanel Johnson says, Maury's real name is Maurice. <laughs> that should tell you he's been with the mess. <laughs> I never knew that was his real name. Maurice's, yeah, they're a trip. I know a few Maurice's. <laughs> Natasha from Haiti. Okay, she's back. She says, I want to say thank you for all you do and appreciate you a lot. I always come to you for the real news and the real things happening in the world. Looking beautiful, by the way. Love you. I love you too. You know what? This weekend, girl, I was watching some stuff on Haiti, on Vice. Haiti is going through it. Okay. I knew y'all was wilding out with the kidnappings because I've been hearing about that through the grapevine. People getting kidnapped, getting murked, but it is really bad right now politically. But the mainstream media ain't talking about that though. I watched two news documentaries on that. So, man, shout out to my Zoes. It's getting real out there. It's very scary what's going on just globally all over the world right now. It's very, very scary. But um, I don't know, man. There's some fighters in Haiti. You know, y'all, y'all got the friendship out of there. So that, that fighting spirit is in the people of Haiti. But it's really sad what's going on. It really is. Let's see here. Jesus lives. Oh, Jesus lives. I'm sorry. I thought it was Jesus. Jesus lives. Says, hey, T, thank you for being you. Keep it going. Thank you so much. That was somebody in the comment section. Let's see here. Oh, I see all the Haitian flags. Yeah, it's sad what's going on there. I seen that. I was just like, wow. So it's, it's really sad. Definitely keep those people in prayer. Um, I'm just misunderstood. I like how you spelt that. It's interesting. Says, I thought she had a new Jim Jones T2. Yeah, that's what I thought. You bring us some shit from the 70s. Hey, you know that Jim Jones story? Yeah, what is it? Oh, it says, do you know about Jim Jones? I'm like, yes. Who don't know about crazy Jim Jones? He has glasses. How are you going to leave people can't see? <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Let's see here. Raven says, 
Hey, long time watcher, first time commenter, love your content. Only YouTubers whose live streams I watch keep up the good work. Thank you so much, Raven. I appreciate you, sis. Thank you for coming through. Um, Miss Scorpio says, have you heard of the new call? Carbonation, where a 160-year-old woman died because he told her to stop taking her heart pill. And the baby just died and they said it was a sacrifice. No, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, people get so entranced by folks. You know, that's how these leaders like Jim Jones and others are able to come into power because everybody's looking for somebody to lead them. Nobody can lead you. You have to be able to lead yourself. And when it comes to, you know, a leader, a leader should want the best for you. So if you're on a particular medication, that's a medicine that you need to take to, you know, remain here. And, you know, that's something that's life-saving, life-saving. Why would the leader tell you to stop taking your medication? But better yet, why would you stop taking it? So that's the part where that brainwashing and that God complex gets really scary. Um, Kirky Circle says, glad I randomly, I was randomly on YT to cast his live. Thanks for your hard work that you put into this tea. Sending love from Texas. I'm happy you shed light on the hating issue, on the Haitian issue. It's huge here and it's heartbreaking. You're so welcome. And thank you so much for the super chat, love. Um, Carissa says, laugh my ass out, child. Why are they saying, saying King Bat Gong voice? Granddad in the Boondocks episode rebooted. I thank the F not PS. Love you always. Thank you so much, sis. Thanks for the super chat. I appreciate you. Let's see here. Allie M says the mainstream media is not even talking about the Kamala Harris attempted. Ooh, I don't want to say that word. I didn't know that they attempted to do something to Kamala. I didn't hear about that. That's scary. Um, Andrea Toussaint. That's a Haitian name, that last name. I Look at that. I left Haiti. See, look at that. I just threw the last name. I'm like, that's a Haitian name. She says, I left Haiti in 2004 for the same reason. America ain't innocent in this current issue. Oh, no, they're not. Speak on it, but they're not ready for that conversation. They create a lot of this conflict. I said the same thing when we were going through the SARS stuff in, you know, in Nigeria. You know, a lot of these countries they created, they, they militarized these groups that would work on behalf of the government. And then, you know, they put them in power. Then it causes conflicts in those countries. So, yeah. It's insane. So anyways, how long have I been on here? We still got to talk about David Dorbrick. Okay, I've been on here an hour. So let's get on the David Dorbrick situation. Now, for y'all who don't know who David is, David Dorbrick is a white guy, big, big, big YouTuber. I mean, he has like, I think want to say like maybe 18 million YouTubers or something like, I mean, like followers, subscribers huge he's like another I, he kind of reminds me of um logan paul he does those crazy vlogs you know they're kind of all over the fa- place they're in your face screaming ah! you know i can't get into those i just i'm too old you know they're more for children i can't get into the door bricks so he's been accused of a lot of shit and it's even coming out now that him and the vlog squad members are being accused of the R word of a young girl who's 20 years old. So I'm going to um, play some of this um, video from a YouTuber called Optimus. He has a, Optimus has a sexy voice. I don't know if he got a wife or not. I'm just saying Optimus. 
But um, I'm going to have him read. He's going to be Father Goose. But these are just some of the allegations that are being levied against David. So give me just a second here to play this for y'all. referring to Dobrik. Hannah, a 20-year-old sophomore at a private liberal arts school in Los Angeles at the time, didn't know what to expect, but she was up for an adventure. She said she couldn't have predicted what would happen that evening, she said, and the events have left her with trauma. In phone interviews with Insider, Hannah accused Aglatus of, by engaging in activity with her that night while she was so incapacitated by alcohol that she could not consent. She says members of the vlog squad supplied alcohol to her and her friends who were too young to buy it themselves. Dobrik filmed Hannah at the apartment as she entered Zagladis' bedroom with him. He edited and uploaded the footage as a, quote, threesome plot a few days later in a vlog called She Should Not Have Played With Fire. Before it was deleted at her request, it was viewed five million times. In late February, when Insider first reached out to Zagladis about Hannah's story, he said he didn't want to talk to the vlog squad or about the vlog squad, but would speak, quote, to his own achievements. Reached again in early March about the allegations. He declined to comment. Insider also reached out to Dobrik's management and each member of the vlog squad who appeared in the scenes featuring Hannah, Jason Nash, Jeff Wittick, Todd Smith, Nick Antonian, and Brandon Calvillo. Only Wittick responded. So that's a little bit of the article that kind of broke the news to me here. All right. Let me... <laughs> I'm reading the comments, crack it up. People are like, his voice is not sexy. This is sexy to you. That's what y'all get for falling for the okie doke. Y'all thought y'all was about to hear Barry White? Nope, you heard Optimus. <laughs> now, he's a good reader, though, okay? He's not, like, sexy, but he's a good reader. He's clear, concise, okay? We <laughs> was mad, like, hold up. This voice ain't sexy? What the hell? <laughs> but um, basically, um, this David situation, I've been following up with it. Because Trish Paytas won't stop talking about it. H3, H3. They won't stop. At this point, their whole podcast might as well be called the David Dorbrick Exposing Podcast because that's all they've been doing. And um, these people have been problematic for a while. Okay. There's been different things that's come out about them from like racism. You know, they had the one token black guy in the vlog squad and he was basically punked and fooled into kissing a man. Okay, each time he thought he was going to be kissing a female, ended up being a man. So he came out, he spoke about that. He was very upset about it. It happened a few years ago. But again, sometimes what I've noticed is that a lot of sometimes black folks will get with these vloggers and they're okay being the token black person, the token Negro, because they're getting residual fame from hanging with, you know, the likes of David Drobert or David and Logan Paul and all these people. And then they'll look back at it like, damn, I was really played. Like, wow, they really disrespect me. Wow, those jokes really weren't funny. And I've noticed that a lot of these folks will attach themselves to these big popular white YouTubers and allow them to be the butt of the joke. And then at some point in time, you they start to realize that they're not laughing with me, they're laughing at me. So that was a really big thing that came out. Now... All the other stuff, yeah, they they love a token black friend. I don't play that game. I'm not going to be your token. Either we're going to be friends and be legit friends or none of that. You're not going to exploit me for your views. But um, that's just a small piece of some of the stuff that he's done. The part that's more disturbing now is these R allegations. And the fact that I have to say R and S assault. Meanwhile, this dude can film himself bragging about doing said things on YouTube and it's okay. So that says a lot. But now the shit is starting to hit the fan. 
because now a lot of these major companies who sponsored him, like Chipotle, they even had a David Dorbrick Chipotle burger, or excuse me, burrito or some shit, right? Uh, he's been sponsored by all types of Lamborghini, um, EA Sports, like a lot of big companies have sponsored him. Meanwhile, the average black YouTuber is lucky they can even get a decent sponsorship, okay? So now they're all trying to tiptoe and walk it back and distance themselves from David. So this is what's being announced now as of today. Brands are cutting ties with David Dorbrick following allegations of misconduct against the Vogue squad. So this is getting really serious. So they're saying here, um, on March 16th, Business Insider published an interview with an anonymous woman who appeared on the Vlog Squad video in late 2018. The woman alleged that David filmed her entering a bedroom with former vlogger Dom um, Zellgeist, where she was involved in a threesome. She claimed she was too drunk to give consent at the time and said that Zellgeist art her. The clip was reportedly included in the video uploaded to Dorbrick's YouTube channel just a few days after the alleged incident happened, but was removed from the platform after the woman contacted Zygeist and asked for it to be deleted. So here goes some of the blog members. Um, over the weekend, brands including DoorDash, HelloFresh, EA Sports made statements condemning the alleged actions of the vlog squad and announcing that they no longer would be working with them. So it's gotten real. Then, of course, he had to, he tried to come out with some type of half-hearted apology. He had a video. It was called Let's Talk. But then if you go to the video, the comments are disabled. You can't like or dislike. So, motherfucker, what are we talking? It's not a conversation. When there's no let's talk, it's just you talking. And you don't want to hear from the rest of the, uh, the community. So I thought that was very interesting. So all these sponsors and his sponsorships are big. Okay. I can I wouldn't doubt that each of these sponsors were paying him probably twenty to forty thousand dollars for these sponsorships. Cause I know how much they be paying some of them TikTok girls for a simple shout out. But it's like it's not fair across the board because these same sponsors don't reach out to black content creators in the same manner that they do to the David Dorbritts. And I understand it. He gets a lot more views. He has a a, a you know. That is an audience that's ripe for advertisers because his audience is basically people between the ages of 10 to 21, you know, so I get it. But it's funny how all of these guys can constantly make mistakes on this platform and it gets brushed under the rug. You know, it gets ignored. They get to come back. You see Shane Dawson's ass is back. Remember when they claimed that, you know, uh, he was canceled. Oh, Shane is canceled. He's out here fucking cats and, you know, uh, making disturbing videos about children. Now he's back. He left for a few months. Now he's back. You know, just like Logan Paul. Was that Logan? I, I get the mom mixed up. Was he the one in the forest, in the suicide forest? I believe it was Logan. It was the other brother. I apologize. I get them mixed up. Anyways, he's walking around the suicide forest filming bodies. He was canceled, but now he's back. He has a very successful podcast. The brother, unscathed, a top boxer. So I just find it funny. Okay, so it was Logan. Okay, good. Tati, she'll be back. You know, she cried a little tattoo tear. She'll be back soon. You know, so it's like just James Charles. Always accused of grooming. Nothing has happened to him or his channel. His, those, those allegations just get swept under the rug. And I believe, remember last week when I said this, 
I believe that this is why they're going to start pushing the AI influencer, artificial intelligence influencer. This is going to start becoming more mainstream and you're going to start having advertisers getting behind these AI influencers because it's safe. Because to be human means to error and to make mistakes. Okay. And I'm not saying that the R word or, you know, the M word or S assault is a simple mistake. I'm just saying human beings fuck up. But if we have an AI influencer who can rap just as good as any real life influencer who can, you know, dance on stage and do all types of stupid shit via hologram, you're going to start seeing companies moving towards that. That's going to be down the pipeline because companies can't afford to have their brands, especially in these hard economic times, tied with influencers who are always in some fuck shit. Jeffree Star, he's another person. No matter what he's involved in, he's able to bounce back. So I would not be surprised if that's the wave and they're going to start pushing that in the future. They're going to start marketing it to a lot of these brands like stop supporting these content creators. They're problematic. They let their their fame go to their head. You know what I'm saying? They manipulate their audiences. But if you fuck with FN Mika, the AI rapper, you don't have to worry about him going on a, you know, test my gangster tour. <laughs> you know, so it's it's crazy. That's where my mind goes. It's a lot of stuff. You know, people are saying Trisha's just as bad. I think Trisha's definitely getting off on this. Like, let's keep it real. A lot of these people's careers are failing. They're starting, they're not as hot as they once were. You know, that's just what it is when you're a vlogger. People only watch so much. Um, so they're trying to find things to stay relevant. So that's why she's keeping her foot on this story. But you know, Trisha, she witnessed a lot of stuff and she sat idly by. She seemed to be okay with it until she got dumped. Then it's like, you know, now she wants to spill the tea. So I just, I always find that funny when people um, watch things happening in real time and they're all okay with it. Just like the black dude who was crying, talking about how he was forced to kiss the guy and he didn't know. And you know, they were making racial jokes. It's like when people are in it, it's okay. But then once, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. now you want to start spilling out the tea. And to me, that's disturbing. Even the one dude, I watched his video, uh, the, the, the Zeitgeist guy, what's his name? Derek Zeitgeist or some crap. I watch none of these people. Thank you. I don't know, whatever. Last name Zeitgeist. Dom, sorry. Dom Zeitgeist. He came out with a video talking about, yeah, you know, I, I've done some things that I regret, you know, um, but yeah, those guys are just bad. And that's why I don't deal with them anymore. And then now it's come out like, no, it wasn't some things that you regret. You're literally being accused of aring a woman, you know? And it's like, you want to blast your old team and say that they were so bad, but you were a part of them for years. Just like with Dorbrick, I don't feel bad for him because now he wants to distance himself and say, Dom and these guys were the bad guys. And we got rid of a lot of vlog squad members. But the thing is, you are the head. You are the leader. You fostered that environment for all this shit to take place. Like I always tell folks, attitude reflects leadership. I tell my boys that all the time when it comes to coaching, basketball, all that shit. Attitude reflects leadership. So if you have a shitty leader who's allowing anything to go on and who's allowing anything to be attached to their brand, why would your friends and the people who follow you who are part of your squad, why would they not think that that's okay? You engage in the fuck shit, so why wouldn't they? 
So don't try and distance yourself now. You are the leader. You can you condoned it. As long as you were able to get 20 million views per video and get tons and tons of money, ad revenue, it didn't matter. All of these people were simply a commodity to you, including those girls. It's sad. And this is why I keep trying to tell people, a lot of these young girls, y'all want to keep saying every time auntie talks, you know, auntie's a, a, a hater and she's old and all this shit. And I'm going to tell y'all about that old word. One thing about me, I love being old, honey. I was somebody who was told for years. I would not make it to be 18. So for me to be the age that I am is a blessing. So you can't offend me by calling me old, okay? Because I'm old and I have wisdom. But with that being said, what a lot of y'all need to realize is that there's nothing new under the sun. Nobody's telling you this shit because they're hating or they're jealous, okay? It's not that hard to give away free cooch. What we're saying is that you need to understand that a lot of these people have nefarious intentions. And you need to be careful. Treat all these folks, myself included. You don't fucking know me personally. You know what I'm saying? Treat anybody that you meet off of the internet with, 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 with some form of stranger danger. Just because you watch them on a vlog or you like their YouTube videos, you don't know who people are behind closed doors. If you're not going to jump in a car with Joe Blow and go to his house and then have him, you know, pour you drinks and you get drunk, why would you do it with David Dorbrick because you saw a few of his YouTube videos? Why would you jump in Nelly's tour van because you like his music? Why would you go to a situation with T.I. and Tiny just because they're famous? That's all we're saying. Because at the end of the day, you have one life to live. And thank God you're one of the few that's able to come up out those situations and tell your stories. Do you know how many women get caught in those situations and they never make it home? Their stories never told because they were killed or they were overdosed and their bodies were thrown in a lake, never to be seen again. So when people tell you something, stop thinking that people are coming from an angle of being old, being jealous or being a hater. It ain't that serious. We were proposition too. We went through the same thing in the 90s. Soon as you turn 18, everybody's hitting you up. Oh, your body's on point. You should think about going here to go strip. Come be a stripper in Chicago. Come strip out of town. So that way, don't nobody know what you're doing. Ain't none of this shit new. That's why I said when I, when I talked about it in that video with them girls that were at that party that Quavo was at, I said, I know, I know a front for escorting when I see one. Ain't none of this shit new. So... That's one thing I'm just going to say to young girls. This is not victim shaming. So y'all can kiss my ass if you're thinking that shit. It's not victim shaming. This is just real talk. Y'all need to understand the situations that some of these people are putting you in. And they're exploiting you. And then once they get what they want, they don't care. He didn't give a damn about deleting that 5 million viewed video because he made his money already. And he's making more money hand over fist. So the whole situation is crazy. Am I preaching right now? Thank you, Lolo. She said T is talking facts. Let's see here. Um, Scarlet Combat said 1999 says the AI team will, the AI thing will be successful. I mean, look how popular Vocaloids is. Also, Murdoch, 2D, Russell, and Noodle are fake characters. However, uh, Grozilla has been popular for years. Also, Studio Killers has animated members too. Yes, I've been learning more about Vocaloids. 
child. They were breaking it down. Shout out to Tim for reeking, honey. She broke that shit down during our last Discord meeting because I was like, wait, what? So I was Googling. I found out more about that. But yeah, this has been a big thing in Japan. And I can see it now being a big thing here in America because in a minute, you know, these companies are not going to keep playing with these influencers. And the messed up part is people like me and others who have done the right thing on this platform. We don't go out our way violating, you know, terms of services, bullying people, doing, you know, just nefarious shit. We come out, we make our content, we keep it fucking moving, but we get punished. We get silenced. Our platforms are suppressed. My shit still ain't at a million. People getting unsubscribed every day. We get punished for just making regular truthful content but somebody who's running around here acting like he's 15 instead of 24, he's constantly pushed and paraded and praised. But like they say, you know, what goes up must come down. And now he's learning that fat meat is greasy. So I don't feel bad for him. Um, Desiree Nicole says, I'll never understand why people believe YouTubers are celebs without question. However, Ryan Reynolds can get it. <laughs> he, he wouldn't get one complaint from me, but I know what I'm getting myself into. Well, at least you're honest. And I respect that because you also have a segment of these young girls who know what they're getting into when they try and meet up with certain celebrities. But then when it's not what they envision in their head, because you have some girls who get with these different groups, right? Like these little escort groups, you know, we about to go party with Drake and Meek and whoever. And they know what they're getting into, but they're getting into it in hopes of if I sleep with this celebrity, this rapper, he'll make me his main girl. Or, I, or at least he'll trick off on me. I could even possibly get pregnant because, you know, a lot of these girls have become social media uh, influencers now from having a baby by a rapper. So you got some girls who know exactly what they're getting into. So we're not going to act like all these girls are innocent. I'm not talking about the girls necessarily with the David Dobrik situation, but I'm just talking about in general. So at least you're honest with it. Um, Sheena Epps says, if Terminator didn't show people why you can't fool with AI... They want all the smoke and fire. How many shows need to come out until people learn? Hello, Westworld does it better. Hashtag 80s baby gang. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Thanks for coming through. Let's see here. Okay, I think I got all the ones that are up on the screen. Oh. Chicken Nugget says, hey, T, finally caught a live. I've been a tea sipper for a couple years. Thank you for making content and just being you. Thank you so much, love, and thanks for coming through. Veronica Dark and Lovely says, you're right, T. They were in the moment doing it for clout, then a victim later on, like Megan, deer in headlights. Yeah, people need to understand that, you know, especially with a lot of these vloggers. They are definitely using a lot of these young girls. One for their looks, their bodies, and it just, you know, their accessories to these vlogs. You know, Logan Paul and all them, they did all that too. But you see how they were able to revamp themselves? Now Logan is a podcaster. Jake Paul is a boxer. So again, that's just the privilege. They can always reinvent themselves and be something else. Whereas with us, we get one chance and we mess up. It's a wrap. Um, Monique says, preach, I'm an 80s baby. And I tell younger folks this stuff is the same soup, just reheated. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you for that. Ashley says, They'll get a whole robot before they pay black influencer their worth. Preach. Tanise Hall says, selective group approached my friends in college. She ran for the hills, 
when the contract was presented. Mm. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of tea about that group. A lot of tea. Um, respoken by Deborah Denise. Thank you so much for the 2255, sis. Let me see how long I've been on here. Okay, I've been on here for an hour and 19 minutes. Okay, let me finish the last thing. Hold on. Make sure I got everything I want to talk about in my notes. Oh, two more things before I go. If y'all don't know, Instagram is now monitoring DMs. Let me show y'all this T real quick here. Give me just a second. Me and some of my um, mobs, we were DMing and we were having a conversation about silver. If y'all don't know, honey, that silver is getting scarce. So we're talking about silver, miming silver, saving silver, all that stuff. Just, you know, talking kind of deep. Child, Instagram done hit me with a message. Let me show y'all this. It says, if unsent messages go against our community guidelines, they will still be included in the report. Basically, now they are now officially in your DMs. So they were rolling this out February. I remember I announced it a few months ago. And so now what the rule is, they are working with law enforcement and they are using AI tools to basically monitor certain words um, that are said in the DMs. So mind you, you're not saying this publicly. You're not publicly saying, hey, I hate black people or hey. AI sucks. Just whatever you talk about in your DMs, right? Now they're monitoring your DMs, which we already knew DMs were monitored. That's nothing new. You know, that's why you shouldn't do and say certain things. Don't don't ever get comfortable on social media. Everything is monitored. But now they're admitting to monitoring you. So if you're DMing somebody and if it's too harsh, let's say you're talking about this whole, the whole Asian hate campaign, they can now prevent your DMs from going through to that other person if they deem it hateful. Which to me is BS because, again, who are these fact checkers? Who is deeming what I'm saying hateful? You know, so I just want you guys to be aware of that. So that message is out there. Then the last thing I want to talk about, um, you know, I always like to leave you out with food for thought. Literally. Now, y'all remember when I said this, can Tigro Damas get her props? Put a teacup if y'all remember when I told y'all what was going to happen with Texas. I said, Texas is a big producer of our food. And now that they had that huge freeze, it's going to affect the production line. It's going to affect us getting fresh produce and fruits and vegetables and grains. Now, everything that I stated during that Texas freeze is coming to pass. They are now reporting that food food banks are bracing for shortages after Texas freeze killed many of the state's produce, okay? So this is really scary because not only did this affect Texas, it's a warmer state and they grow a lot of our grains, our crops. So it's going to affect the rest of America. So be prepared for food shortages. Even now in the grocery store, in certain places, you're gonna get one bag of rice. One bag of this, one bag of that. So we're in for some pretty tough times. So everybody just be very mindful, stock up, 
Start you a little garden if you can. Um, I'm going to start my garden once I move, but I haven't been able to do anything right now because we're in the middle of moving. But if you have that option, definitely start some type of garden. Um, also, just make sure that you guys are like, just, just you know, don't be wasteful with your food. You know, get what you need. Don't be hoarding and all that stuff, but get what you need. You know, definitely keep yourself some type of little pile because right now it's a lot that's going to go on with the food supply chain. Okay. We had a lot of bad weather in 2020 and in 2021. So even foods that we're used to getting from overseas, they're not going to be as plentiful as it's been in other years because those countries are dealing with a lot of flooding. There's been a lot of flooding that's been happening. So they have to be able to feed their own people. So they can't afford to send, you know, pounds and pounds of rice and grain to America. So, yeah, it's 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 insane. But I said it and people thought I was, you know, reaching and I was fear mongering, you know, then that's another bullshit word, fear mongering. It's just like conspiracy theorists. It's just another bullshit word that people use to try and silence you or shame you from speaking your truth. You know, like what is fear mongering about the truth? Crops freeze in a state where they normally don't get below a certain temperature. The crops die. So of course that's gonna of course that's gonna put a, a, a disruption in the food supply chain. How's that fear mongering? It's common sense and science, you know. So I don't know, but it's gonna be a lot of food shortages. So just keep that in mind. So don't don't be out here just doing whatever with your stimulus. Make sure you get your food and get what you need. Okay, you can't eat a Chanel bag, but you can eat some rice. <laughs> so make sure you stock up. I just want to make sure you guys are just aware of the things that are going on. Um, you know, like I said, the celebrity news and celebrity gossip is always fun. You know, I love to talk about that, but I'm always going to leave you out with some food for thought. Um, let's see here. Zyrema says, hey, T, I just came in. Love your content. Keep up the good work, especially with the podcast yesterday. Really brave. Thank you so much. He says, P.S., add me to the Discord. I've been a subscriber since 2015, or how do I get on the waiting list? Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, we let new people on, um, at the first of the month, depending on who all gets removed, whose payment didn't go through. Then at that point I let new people on. So shoot me an email. Um, let's see here. Keisha Brooks says, Hey T I'm an OG subscriber. I just want to hear you say Regidas, Florida, just one more time because I miss it. Thank you so much. Y'all were showing out this weekend in Florida, I, I and the sad part, I can't post none of the videos. I was getting sent so many crazy videos from Florida. I can't post them because as soon as I post anything, anything, Instagram is trying to delete me. So I didn't post it. They were in Florida fighting on South Beach. They were on top of cars, dancing to up with their legs spread out. Y'all was wilding. I saw more titty nipples than I intended to damn see. I mean, it was a lot of shit going on in South Beach, so much so that they had to put an emergency shutdown. They shut down the whole beach and they put in a curfew that you had to be in your hotel at eight o'clock. I don't really think it really did anything because I still, I still saw videos of people out there on Sunday wilding out. But Florida showed out, honey. And I feel bad because honestly, it's not even the Floridians. It's the out-of-towners. It's the people who are not from Florida who come down there and they just act the damn fool. I just, it just doesn't make sense. You know, um, same thing with All-Star Weekend. That shit was a mess. And then somebody from Atlanta had the nerve to post 
Time out, Florida. Y'all doing too much. Aren't you from Atlanta? Don't y'all party every damn weekend? Weren't y'all partying during uh, uh, Memorial? What was that? The the uh, NBA All-Star Game? Not one mask in sight. People twerking and fighting, shooting, robbing cars. Atlanta, y'all ain't got no room to talk about Florida, honey. Ghetto Georgia, y'all fall back. <laughs> I fell out when I said, I said, I know these, these damn Georgia blogs are not trying to throw shade at Florida as much as folks sit and party every day, all day in Atlanta. That was funny. I, I fell out. Hey, thank you. ATL is never closed. They have to know to be like, uh-uh, because Florida doing too much. Y'all out here in the streets fighting and y'all wilding. Oh, uh-uh. No, you from ATL, you not in one ear, not the other. <laughs> I love my states. I love my states. Y'all like such a mess. Yeah, Florida was off the chain this weekend, honey. Off the chain. Uh, let's see here. Naya says, hey, T, I'm a new subscriber. Just wanted to say I love everything about your channel and how you always keep it real. Thank you so much. And welcome to the channel. Welcome to the family. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Let's see here. Um, Stan Vernon says, hello from Ecuador. I love your videos. Te amos. Thank you for speaking the truth and always informing us. Oh, gracias. You are more than welcome. And thank you so much for the super chat. Thanks for coming through. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. M. Moose says, before the pandemic, my pastor shared with us that he would be leaving, that he that we would be leaving out of seven years of prosperity into seven years of struggle. Stay prayed up and prepped up. Wow. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, like the old saying goes, you know, what goes up must come down. And, you know, we've been doing so well, you know, so well economically, financially, things like that. So, you know, now we're getting into that second phase. So thank you for that. Emma Perez says the same thing was going on in Puerto Rico. People bugging out. Okay. I didn't get any videos from Puerto Rico. Honey, anywhere it's warm and sun, folks are going to show out. That's just what it is. But I mean, as long as people are safe, I'm I'm down with that. I'm down with people dancing and having a good time. It's just the fighting, you know, the fighting just, you know, I think when I was younger, I used to watch fight video shit. That's what, that was what YouTube was about back in the day. Fight videos. Ooh, ooh, who gonna win? Who gonna win? You know, we all used to watch some fight videos. But as I gotten older, I can't watch them. I can't watch them. I just hate watching people like just really just hurt each other, pull each other's hair, punch each other in the face, jumping each other. You got people landing on the cement, on the curve. And that always makes me scared because, you know, when you're fighting like that, one wrong kick, you know, that person hits their head the wrong way and they die. Now you're being charged with attempted, you know, with murder, not even attempted murder, murder. So I don't know. It's just scary. It's really, I, I don't know. I like to go out and have fun. You know, maybe in my younger days, but now I just like to, I like to just chill. I don't want to go to the club in fucking Jordans. I like to wear, you know, a cute little heel, cute little dress, have my hair done. I like to look cute. I don't want to feel like if I go out, I'm going to have to fight. Like, we too grown for that. You know, you may be in your early 20s and shit, but like when you're 30s, getting to your 40s, you're trying to have a good time. Let's see here. Priya Baby says, hey, T, can you please be add me to the Discord? Here we go again. Um, I have SC and I've been in the hospital for three weeks when the payment system changed. Okay, thank you for the super chat. Send me an email. I can't add y'all via YouTube. Send me an email, sis, um, with everything, and then we'll go from there. But thank you so much. I appreciate you. 
Um, Tim Henderson says, T, did you hear about Brad Pitt? Saddened about his divorce from Angelina Jolie. She's putting him through it. But that's what happens when you cheat. Oh, I didn't know they was getting a divorce. I just haven't paid them no mind. Yeah, I feel no ways. I feel no ways about Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie. They were both two cheaters. You know, they were cheating on their significant others. You know, Brad thought he was getting the sexy siren. He thought Jennifer Aniston was too boring for him. Well, you know, enjoy. Enjoy now. All them kids and <laughs> the divorce settlement. Same thing happened to um, Johnny Depp. While it's messed up, yeah, y'all not keep my foot on Amber Heard's neck. It's messed up how she's how she lied on him. But let's keep it real. Johnny Depp with his with his with his baby's mother for years. Never married her. Just knocked her up for years. She held him down. But he thought, okay, here goes a, a fine little young thing. Remember, Amber Heard swore up and down she was gay. All of a sudden, I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. She got with Johnny Depp and made his life a living hell. So, fellas. Sometimes the grass is not greener on the other side. Sometimes you need to stick to the damn rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Don't go chase some waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Let me stop for they take down this video for singing and shit. I'm just saying, sometimes them lakes and rivers will save you a headache down the line. Message. <laughs> Okay, respoken by Deborah says, finally sip my lovely tea, digesting tea. Love it. Thank you so much, sis. I'm so glad you love the tea. Matter of fact, this is what I'm drinking right now is the digestion tea. So thank you. That tea is a bomb. I love the mint flavor. That's one of my favorites. Um, Brian says, speaking of Puerto Rico, did you see that Jocelyn Hernandez go viral for asking if the picture of Kevin Hart's baby was real? She asked that because it was in her head. I seen her trending for that. I fell out. Kevin's another one, honey. I'm going to just leave it out. I seen the picture of the baby. He's another one who left his river and stream and thought he was getting better pastures. I guess, honey. So <laughs> I seen that. I seen that. Um, the whole situation's a mess. Oh, yeah, you know, they'll hit me with a copyright quick. Oh, you were singing, you know, don't go chasing waterfalls. You owe 50 other people who have nothing to do with TLC money. Get the hell out of here with that. So, yeah, this has been an amazing stream. I had a good time. I hope I kept y'all entertained. I've been on here for an hour and a half. I don't want to make this stream too, too long. Um, I want to thank everybody all. She's so sweet. Silver sent four four ninety nine. She says, "Don't leave. T, stay on for another hour. I love your lives. Thank you so much. Um, I don't want the playback to be too long, but thank you to everybody who sent a super chat. I apologize. I apologize if I wasn't able to get to it or read it, but I appreciate you guys' support and coming through. Hope you guys enjoyed this stream. So I will be back again later on in the week. Um, I'll definitely be coming back with another podcast." So, you know, there's always news. There's always tea to get to. So I'll talk to you guys later. Y'all enjoy the rest of your evening.